0: Welcome to Money Isn't Scary, a podcast for women to explore our fears around money and inspire each other to be financially independent. I'm Megan Dwyer, and I'm making it my personal mission to remove the taboo around money and help women rewrite their stories so they can stop staying small and start to live the life they truly desire. Get ready to be uncomfortable. It's not easy to unpack our thoughts and behaviors, but we will learn so much about ourselves in the process. I'm super excited for you to join me on this journey. Let's do this. Hi, you guys. Welcome to this episode of the Money Isn't Scary podcast. I'm your host, Megan Dwyer. So I want to tell you guys a quick story. Um, So the other night I couldn't sleep and I've been trying really hard lately not to have my phone by my side when I go to bed at night, but for some reason this night I happen to have it with me. And I'm trying to remember exactly why. Um, I'm sure it had something to do with the alarm. Like I needed to get up by a certain time and I didn't have any other form of alarm clock other than on my phone. And I know I keep procrastinating buying one of those old school alarm clocks just to sit on my bedside table, but that's a complete side note. Um anyway so I'm wide awake and my mind is swirling. So logically I pick up the damn phone and I start scrolling through Instagram. Typically when I'm doing this I'm looking at funny memes or inspirational quotes and stuff like that but this time I came across a few women owned shops and oh my god now I find myself like deep into this rabbit hole and I'm still not sleeping, right? So I've now like officially distracted myself with two escapes simultaneously. I've got social media and shopping. And with the Instagram shopping feature, they make it way, way too easy. So I don't know, 45 minutes to an hour has now passed, and I ha- I have a cart now filled with a pair of distressed cutout leggings, an overnight bag because eventually I'm gonna start going places overnight again and all my bags I have now clearly aren't good enough. Um, A morning scented candle, whatever that means. (laughs) I'm laughing because I still have no idea, but in my head it must have been something nice because in my house, morning smells like burnt toast and pee, so I assume anything is better than that, right? (laughs) It's so crazy. Anyway, my cart is filled with all these things that I'm convinced in my ridiculously overtired brain that I absolutely can't live without. And the best part is that I could just buy all this stuff right now because my credit card information is already saved in there from past purchases just to make everything that much easier. I literally don't even have to stand up to buy these things. It's amazing but somehow I managed to use so much self-restraint and not click the purchase button. I told myself, like I always do, that I would leave these items in my cart, I would sleep on it, and if I still wanted them in the morning, then okay. In a weird way, I was so proud of myself for showing this self-discipline. Because if I'm lying awake at night doing this, then I know that so many other people are doing it too, right? We all struggle with anxiety to some extent, especially in this environment that we're in right now. And it's so easy to just numb ourselves with something that is literally at our fingertips right next to us at all times. And to justify it all to myself, I say, well, it's just shopping, right? It's not harmful, or at least I'm not doom scrolling and reading about all the negative news out there and going down all these dark places in the internet. I'm just avoiding my feelings entirely, which is way less depressing, right? So I think. So we all know that doing this isn't really good for us for so many reasons, which I'll talk about in a minute, but we all do it anyway. And here's the thing. Don't hate the player, hate the game. It's not us. It's the system. Technology has made everything way too easy. It allows us to literally not even have to stand up to spend money. That's so crazy and so messed up when you think about it. But like literally, let's slow down and question this for a second. Does this actually feel right to you? Do you think that generations before us had any clue that this would be our reality? We don't even have to put on pants or stand up to, to buy ourselves things. We live in this Instagram made-me-do-it culture. We constantly see pictures of these absolutely beautiful and perfect things, typically modeled by these absolutely beautiful and seemingly perfect influencers. And we think that if we only had those same things in our lives, that our lives would look like theirs do. We literally imagine how different or how much better our lives would be if we just had these things. For example, If I wore these distressed, cut-out leggings that are still in my cart, I imagine myself being the coolest mom at the playground. And maybe then, I wouldn't feel so isolated and alone anymore, right? In my head, everyone would want to be my friend. And once everyone is vaccinated, all these friends would come over to my house for brunch, where I would light my morning-scented candle, And we would drink mimosas and the kids would be so well-behaved, of course. And I just found my new best friends for life. And all of this would become, would become true if I just bought these things. There is no wonder why genius marketers came up with the Instagram shopping feature. I mean, it's like so obvious people are scrolling to escape. They're feeling anxious and lonely and tired, whatever. And they will spend money quickly and easily to avoid having to sit with those feelings and be uncomfortable, even for just a few minutes. Okay, so now that I've bared my soul with you all, I want to talk about a few of the maybe less obvious effects that scrolling through Instagram can have on us and also some tips on how to stop scrolling so much. So one of the things that... um, Inst- that Instagram that um, scrolling can do is it can a- it can actually like re- restructure your brain, and I did a little research on this because I was so curious. Um, so the brain is made up of gray matter and white matter. Think of the gray matter as the computer, while the white matter is the cables that connect the computer to the other devices. Gray matter serves to process information in the brain, and so screen addiction is known to be linked to gray matter shrinkage, in particular, along with problems with white matter's ability to communicate, over more overall cravings, and general poorer performance. Okay, what else? Um, it can affect how you process emotions. And this one's really fascinating to me. Lack of frequent face-to-face interaction in favor of Facebook, Instagram, whatever it is, other simulated emotional connections may actually impact your ability to process emotion properly. So there's two kind of components to this. You may be at, also be at risk um, for depression or at a higher risk for depression. There have been a lot of studies conducted finding there's a strong link between a lot of screen time, especially while sitting down and depressive symptoms. And the link is found to be particularly strong in women. Um, but this could also be a two-way street. So there may be more, you may be more at risk of depression if you sit on your laptop for hours. But equally, people who are feeling depressed are more inclined to want to scroll through Instagram under the cover. So there's a little bit of a, a double-edged sword there. But then there's also the addiction component. Um, some people can find it really hard to refrain from checking their Instagram every half hour. Instagram sites, like every other social media site, is equally, if not more, addictive. If you happen to be one of those people who can't go more than a few minutes without logging, inst- logging into Instagram, then chances are probably kind of high that you may be addicted to it which can lead to all kinds of other addictive behaviors, which could be kind of dangerous. Okay, cool. So now that I've officially scared you all, how do we slow the scroll? And notice I say slow, slow, not stop. I don't want to talk about stopping scrolling. I want to help you set some boundaries that are better for your mental health and your wallet. This is all about, again, the theme that I have in almost every episode here is intention. So here's where I want you to start. Um, The first thing is question every post that you see. It's a fact that 90% of the content that you consume, you don't really care about, but you have to see it in order to find the 10% of it that you do care about. So for every post you see, I want you to ask yourself a question. Does this bring me joy or add any value to my life? Again, to Marie Kondo this a little bit. Does it make me happy? Does it inspire me? Is it posted by somebody that I know or that I actually care about? Um, That's a big one, I think. We put so much emphasis on um, content and things that people say that we don't even know that aren't even a part of our lives, right? Um. And my favorite question, of course, is does this support my intentions? Um, So the next step I have is to practice being present. So as you scroll through your feed, I want you to take a deep breath and literally tell yourself, okay, I'm scrolling right now. Is this what I wanna be doing? That answer could be yes. And if it is, cool, enjoy it. But if it's not, then you have to have the awareness to put the phone down and very deliberately focus on something else. That can be a hard thing, but I want to encourage you guys to work on it. And finally, know that you are in control. I've talked about this before, how we have the ability to control our default reactions and thoughts. It's really empowering when we realize that we have the ability to choose what we do and when. And so many of these daily decisions are the things that are kind of on autopilot anyway, right? So like brushing our teeth in the morning, we tend to do it as part of a routine, but most of the time we don't even realize we're doing it. So what's my point here? Um, When we have the self-awareness that we make choices throughout the day, even as little as they are sometimes, things start to look a little different. When we make the conscious decision to pick up our phones, we decide to open the Instagram app, we decide to scroll. So just try to catch yourself when you're doing these automatic things and literally say to yourself, I am choosing to pick up my phone right now. I'm choosing to open up this app. I'm choosing to scroll right now. You begin to feel a little less like a victim and more like you're managing your own life and on your terms. So before I close out, I just wanna add one more thing. I mentioned doom scrolling earlier where we compulsively scroll through social media and websites for bad news, which then triggers the release of stress hormones that can affect your mental and physical health. Well, I recently came across the opposite of that, hope scrolling. This is where, it's just the concept where we scan for good, positive, and hopeful news and stories because there is so much good going on in the world right now. We just we just have to be on that lookout for it that's all it's there and we all have the choice we all have the choice whether we want to go down that path of the, the the root of negativity or we want to go through the root of positivity okay you guys that's all I have for today if any of this resonates with you please feel free to share this episode with a friend or you can follow me on Instagram at money isn't scary I would love to to hear from all of you, please. You can also review the podcast because the more reviews I get, the more people I may be able to reach, and that would be awesome. Thank you guys so much. Talk to you again soon.